Welcome to the Naked Wellness Podcast. As a qualified nutritionist, I'm here to strip away the nonsense and get down to the bare essentials of nutrition and wellness. Join us as we debunk myths, chat with top-notch experts, and serve up practical tips that will leave you feeling empowered. Get ready to uncover the naked truth about living your healthiest life. Let's undress. Welcome back to the Naked Wellness Podcast. I feel like it has been so long since I have sat here and done a solo episode. Honestly, I just haven't felt the pull to do a solo episode. And I have been having so many amazing guests on this episode, but something happened towards the end of last week. And I wasn't sure if I was going to share it or not, but if you follow me on my social media, especially my Instagram, which is KJ Wellness with three S's, A couple of weeks ago, I shared this story about how I wanted to be more open, real and vulnerable with every single one of you. And this is because I find that social media is this place where it is such a highlight reel. And since moving to Bali, I guess I am around a lot more people who have a social media presence. And it's just made me even more aware of you don't see what goes on behind the scenes and so many people show up and just show all of the good shit and they never actually show the struggles and the bad shit that is going on and it makes us think that what we are going through is not normal or that we have to be perfect all the time or there's all these people that are living this amazing incredible life and we're not and the reality is that everybody goes through their shit everybody has their moments we are all human and i love social media and i think it is such a cool place and it's a place that can be so empowering and inspiring but i also think that there is this lack of truth and this lack of vulnerability and i totally understand why people don't share the crap that they go through and why people aren't as vulnerable because there are some really nasty humans out there and they will tear you down and when you put yourself out there and you are open and you are vulnerable there are people who will take advantage of that as well and so it makes sense to both reasons but i made a promise to every single one of you and i made a promise to myself that i was going to be more open more real more vulnerable i'm going to share the high highs but i also want to start to share the low lows what happened last week i also didn't think was I guess I couldn't concise it enough and make it short enough to bring to my stories on Instagram. So this is why I wanted to make a podcast episode about it so that you can understand and you can hear me out and you can kind of be here and I can take you along for the journey and the ride of all of this. So that is exactly what today's episode is going to be about. It's going to be about me talking about some of the struggles that I have actually had recently, how I've navigated my way through them and what I am actually going to do now moving forwards to prevent these things from happening again and to really make sure that I'm prioritizing myself and putting myself first. And one of the biggest things that I'm gonna talk about today is burnout. And this is one thing that I have tried to escape for so long because I felt like living in Melbourne, that there was this constant pressure on myself to always be doing so much to always be busy and achieving and succeeding and pushing myself and being stressed out and it's almost like you get this gold star or this medal 
and it's a badge of honor for burning yourself out. And I found that culture so toxic, which is why I left Melbourne in the first, or one of the, one of the reasons why I left. Now, obviously everybody has a different experience in different places, but that was my personal experience in Melbourne. Moving to uh, Queensland, I felt like it was a breath of fresh air. I felt like it was a great reset. It was a great refresh for me. I felt like the lifestyle was so much more aligned. But I have this personality where I have to be productive a lot of the time. I have a very, I have a hustle type of personality or trait about myself, which is great in so many aspects because it allows me to push, right? It allows me to show up. It allows me to run my business, achieve all of the amazing goals that I have in life. But it also means that sometimes I struggle with stopping. Sometimes I struggle with slowing down and sometimes I struggle with actually resting. And it's always been something that I've struggled with. And I pushed really hard when we lived in Queensland to grow my business, to go full-time in my business. And I loved it. It was great. But I had a really good balance between also resting and slowing down. And when you are growing a business and when you're making these changes in your life, sometimes there does have to be a couple of sacrifices. And so that year, like, yeah, maybe I did make a couple of sacrifices in the sense that my social life wasn't as busy as what it had been or what it was in Melbourne and things like that. And I truly believe that there is this no, there's no perfect balance that you can have in your life. You go through seasons and everyone is going to be at a different season and a different point in their life, right? Like you might be going through a season right now where work is your number one priority and that's okay. Or you might be going through a season where you're putting all of your effort into your relationships and your friendships. That's also okay. Or maybe your season at the moment is just all about yourself. It's about self-development. It's about working out what you want in your life. And that is also okay as well. Now, that was the season that I was in in Bali. It was growing my business, going full-time, working on myself. I hired a coach, spent a lot of money in self-development, and I loved it. I came out of that experience such a stronger person i was full-time in my business like i achieved so many goals that i wanted to achieve then this year we moved to bali which was pushing myself so far outside my comfort zone and moving to bali and moving overseas moving to a place where you're with different people you're meeting new people you are like hustling still you're growing your business like it's just it's so much and it is such an incredible opportunity and i am so grateful and so proud of myself for growing my life to where it is today where i can actually have this opportunity i can do all these incredible things like it's been my goal for so long so sometimes it feels a little bit of a pinch me moment that i'm actually living it now but it doesn't mean that it was easy and it doesn't mean that it's easy now either and i found that coming to bali because I wanted to do all the things, right? I wanted to meet all the people. I wanted to create amazing friendships. I wanted to be really social. I wanted to grow my business and hustle in my business. I wanted to explore the island. I wanted to prioritize my health. Like everything, I wanted to do everything. And me being me was like, I can do everything. And so that is exactly what I've been doing. I have been putting every ounce of my energy into every single part of my life. And I have not allowed myself to rest properly. I have allowed every single one of my boundaries to be crossed in every area of my life, friendships, relationships, social media, work. And last week, I literally got to the point where I was on the brink of a burnout. 
And I cannot remember the last time that I pushed myself to that point because I do not personally believe that it is healthy and it is not something that I would promote or I would ever advocate for. And now there is a difference between working hard and I think that working hard looks different for everyone. And there's a difference between pushing yourself to the limit where you literally are borderline burning out or you do burn out. And so when I got to this point last week where I just had this absolute breakdown, I was exhausted. The whole day was like a blur. I was, I could not do anything. And I still tried to push myself to get a couple of things done, which again, I, I do not recommend, but I ended up stopping and just taking that day to really take a step back and reflect and be like, Michaela, honestly, what the fuck are you doing? This isn't healthy. This isn't productive for anyone. And this isn't actually a life that you are aligned with what you're living right now. And when I took that step back and actually had that reflection, I was like, shit. Like I have been trying to do everything. I have been saying yes to everything. And every single time I have said yes to everyone else around me, I have been saying no to myself, which means that my self-care, my health has been being, has been being putting last tongue twister, but I have literally been putting myself last. And it's not even the fact that I was doing everything, right? It's the fact that the boundaries around some of these things, I was allowing to be crossed. And that's actually not okay. And so when I took this step back on that day, I had to really reflect and be like, well, what do I want my life to look like? What is aligned with me? Because I do enjoy all of the things that I am doing. I enjoy making the friendships and socializing and doing all of those things at the moment. I'm enjoying my business and growing it and working with my clients. I fucking love it. I enjoy the challenges that come with business. Like, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, I cry some days, but I also love it. And it's the most rewarding thing ever. I enjoy connecting with so many people on social media. I enjoy exploring and going on trips and holidays and all of those type of things. But I need to set stricter boundaries. And so I took this day and then I took the next day to really just stop. Rest. I put no pressure on myself to get anything done. Whatever the day or wherever the day took me, I went, right? And I actually sat down and wrote out the boundaries that I need to put in place for me. And so this is why I believe that boundaries are so incredibly important. Last year when I was in Queensland, I set some pretty strict boundaries with myself. I set boundaries around friendships, who I would allow into my world because, and I, I do not mean this to come across in a selfish way, but at the end of the day, like if you don't put your oxygen mask on first, you're absolutely no good to anyone else. And with the type of business that I run, like, I want to be that best version of myself for every single one of my clients because they are going through a really vulnerable, really hard journey. And I'm going to get them to the other side of that. But I need to actually make sure that I'm leveling up, that I'm topping my cup back up so I can be there for them. For the friendships that I have in my life, I give my absolute all to them. I love them and adore them. And so if I have people in my life who, you know, don't align with me or make me feel shit or 
make me feel less of a person you know that's not friendships that I want to entertain so I had to be really clear with myself of who do I want in my world what do I want my environment to be like and set boundaries around that I had to set boundaries around work my clients have access to me seven days a week so I had to be quite strict with my boundaries I'm not replying to messages at 9 p.m at night when I'm trying to go to sleep and my clients know that I am there for them at every single step of the way through their journey right but that I also need to top my cup back up so that I can give them the best help. And that's important as well. I had to set boundaries around social media. I don't want to be scrolling. I don't want to be, you know, comparing. Comparison is a distraction, right? And whether you do it consciously or subconsciously, when you're scrolling through social media, it's so natural to start to compare. And that's not what I wanted. So I had to set timers and limits. I put my phone away early at night time. And I had that time to myself. I had so much solo time as well. And now moving to Bali, every single one of those were crossed. So when it comes to boundaries, I find that a lot of people are almost confused or conflicted with what boundaries to set and how to actually set them. And so this is why today I actually want to run through with you how I'm setting my boundaries, what boundaries I'm actually setting as well. So when it comes to my friendships yeah i freaking love the people that i am meeting in bali i freaking love the friendships that i'm creating they feel so incredible the people that i'm meeting are so inspiring and motivating and interesting and their lives are just so fucking cool however the boundaries that i'm setting with friendships is that i don't always say yes to everything i have to put myself first and I communicate exactly what I am feeling. I don't make up lies. If I can't go through something because I don't feel great, like I am mentally drained, I am, you know, I have so much work to do or I feel overloaded, I'm honest about that. It's a, I would love to come, thank you so much, but I'm actually swamped and, you know, I'm feeling so emotionally drained. Wouldn't be able to show up as the best version of myself. However, in saying that, sometimes it, that friend catch up is exactly what I need. And so by saying yes to that, I'm actually saying yes to myself. But just setting those boundaries of allowing myself to actually recognize what I want, what I need in that moment is so important. Same as my relationship, right? And so one thing that I found with moving to Bali is I have not had a lot of solo time at all. And I definitely thrive since doing a lot of self-development work. So I used to hate being alone. I was all in my head. I, you know, I hated it. Now I thrive off it. I need that time to myself to recharge my cup and my batteries. So whether that means taking myself out for a solo date, for dinner, breakfast, lunch, you know, maybe it's about, having a full self-care night you know those everything showers but it's just me in my room playing music you know got the candle going I just spend so much time doing the self-care like actually giving myself that space that I need and again communicating that with my boyfriend like James is very very understanding and when I say like I need to go and do this for me by myself he gets it he understands but unless I do I communicate that he can't read my mind he doesn't know so if I constantly feel like people are always in my space, sometimes I can get a little bit like, oh my God, you know, I'm on calls with my clients all day, every day I do, like I'm always communicating and connecting with so many people. So sometimes I actually need that alone time to recharge. And 
it's okay to communicate these type of things with those around you. That is you actually setting your boundaries. And yeah, sometimes it feels uncomfortable. And yeah, sometimes it's a hard conversation to have, but if you don't have it, you're actually not doing yourself any favors. So if there is a boundary that you need to set with your friends, if there's a boundary that you need to set with your partner, you need to sit them down and you need to have this conversation. It literally can even just go like, hey, I'm feeling really exhausted lately. I really think I need to pour back into my own cup. This means me actually doing X, Y, and Z and spending time focusing on X, Y, and Z. If they can't understand that this is something that you need, I mean, this is a bit of a tough love, but I would probably reconsider that friendship or relationship. Just throwing that out there as well. Social media. So my sleep is something that I value so highly. And I think sleep is one of the most underrated forms or parts of your health. And I need to get my eight hours a night because I, I guess like in my work as well. So it's very emotional, the industry that I am in. So I'm dealing with a lot of emotions every day and I like to move my body. I like to be present. I like to feel energized. And for me, sleep is a huge part of that. And I, I know it is for absolutely everyone. This means no scrolling on my phone at nighttime. This means that when I go to, sleep, when I go to bed, I have a nighttime routine. And it's so important for me to set boundaries around that as well to actually make sure that my phone is turned off by a certain time. Or when I say turned off, I put it on that sleep mode. I actually have the timers set on my social media apps so that I can't go over. I think I have TikTok and Instagram, a combination of two hours across the both of them, which by the time I've like edited reels, posted stories, et cetera, so I kind of choose through that. So I don't really have a lot of scrolling time left anymore. And if I do have, and if I do end up scrolling, it chews through the time that I could be using to like, put valuable stuff and content out for every single one of you. So I have to then be like, well, you know, what do you want to prioritize? Okay, well, let's be serious and let's be real with this. And by putting that boundary in place of, hey, having the timers, but also then making sure that my phone is switched off, allows me to not be in my head, to not be subconsciously comparing, to not be subconsciously looking at everyone else and then analyzing what I'm doing, right? It just allows me to use, not abuse the platform and scrolling right before you go to sleep i honestly believe is one of the worst fucking things that you can do for your mental health right it is just not productive it makes your brain think that you're still awake it makes you go into this spiral and you can go down these rabbit holes before you know it like two hours is gone and you've spent the last two hours literally looking at pictures of everyone else and their lives and preparing your own and now you feel shit now you wake up the next day you feel tired you still feel shit emotionally mentally drained because all of that constant dopamine that you've been getting, but also that comparison and that self-criticism, it's a lot and it's not healthy. And so this is why I set the timer and that is a huge boundary for me and not crossing that boundary of when the timer goes off going in and, you know, being like, allow 15 more minutes. Like just listen to the timer. Like you set that timer for a reason to respect that boundary and actually do something like do something that's going to make you a better person and actually allow you to live this life that you're aligned with. And then the other time we're switching off the phone off at nighttime. Now, I always find when I first start to do this and get back into the habit of doing it, and this is so interesting, I have like this itch. Like as soon as I put my phone on sleep mode, let's say I, I try to do it at 7.30, 8pm at nighttime because I try to go to sleep anywhere between 9 and 10pm. And I know that is really early. I am part grandma. I know. I have always been that way. Um, 
I get this itch of like, oh, but what if this notification has come through? Maybe I'll just check quickly. No. And I really have to put boundaries in place of no, you have turned it off. Any notification that is there will be there tomorrow. And anything that is so important and somebody really needs to reach you, they will end up calling James. Anyone else can wait to the next day. Nothing can be that important. And so I would honestly challenge you to try both of those. They are absolute game changers in setting your boundaries just around your phone, your social media, and how much you're giving into that and the energy that you're giving into that. Because I honestly find that when I stick to those two boundaries specifically, I already start to feel so much less overwhelmed, drained, stressed. I can focus on all the things that I want to focus on. Now, work is another huge one for me. So this is where I've had to set boundaries with my clients because at the end of the day, as I said earlier, I am there for every single one of my clients at every single point throughout their journey. And they know that. However, it is not productive or helpful for me to be replying to messages at 9 to 10 p.m. at night time when I'm trying to go to sleep. It is not helpful for them because I'm probably not the best version of myself and it's not helpful for me because I get you know back into that work mode when I'm actually trying to unwind which then means my sleep's thrown off which then means the next day's thrown off it's just it's not helpful for anyone and I used to have this tendency of people pleasing where I would say yes to everyone else so that they're happy and I would always say yes to my clients so that they're happy And I've had to really stay strong in the fact that I'm the authority. This is my business and I have boundaries. And my clients know that if they send me a message later at nighttime, I will get to it first thing in the morning. Like I will be there for them. And recognizing and and having that hardcore proof that when I don't reply late at night, like nothing bad happens. They know that I get to it eventually. They know that I'm there for them the next day. And that boundary has been an absolute game changer because it means that then I show up for my clients the best version of myself. And I am such a morning person. Like in the mornings, I have so much energy. I'm literally recording this podcast at like 6 (laughs) a.m., right? Like I have so much energy in the morning. It's it's the time where I'm most creative and I'm inspired and like I can just pour everything into my clients. 9, 10 p.m. at nighttime, nah, I'm a zombie. I'm going to sleep. And so this was such a strong boundary for me to put in place. Every single one of those boundaries that I just mentioned, literally they were all crossed and went out the door as soon as I moved to Bali, which is exactly what led to me feeling that overwhelm and that borderline burnout last week. So moving forwards, I have had some of these harsh, not harsh, hard and, and difficult conversations with my boyfriend, James, with myself and setting that social media. I will be having this conversation with some of my closest friends and my all my clients already know this as well and if they don't I will be having conversations with them as well and so I just wanted to record this episode to I guess shine light to the fact that yeah I almost hit the point of burnout last week and I'm not proud of it but it has I feel like it was almost needed for me to reassess things again And I always say to my clients that there is never a point of failure, there's only ever feedback. And I believe that this has a flow and effect into every other area of your life as well. Like, yes, a journey of stopping binge eating and healing your relationship with food, but also just the journey of life. And so for me, like, I don't feel like this was a point of failure or I don't beat myself up for it. I'm curious about it. I'm like, okay, interesting that this happened. Not proud of it, but I'm interested. 
in what feedback can I get from this to prevent it from happening again? Because I always think that if you just continuously take the lessons from these type of things, you are constantly leveling up, you're constantly evolving, you're constantly growing, and you are constantly becoming that best version of yourself which obviously is one thing that we all want in our lives because at the end of the day, this is it. This is our one shot at life. There's no coming back. There's no take twos of this. We don't, get a, we don't get a second shot at this life. So make sure that you're doing things for yourself and you're living a life that's really aligned to you. So fucking important. And I also just wanted to record this episode because like I said, I find social media such a highlight reel and I want to be more real, open, vulnerable. And maybe podcasting and doing more solo episodes is the place for this because I feel like I could just talk so freely and openly, whereas on stories, obviously you have such a time cap (laughs) and that can be quite frustrating sometimes. But I think that, yeah, it's important to recognize that burnout, it's not a badge of honor. It's not something to be proud of. And we all are human. We all go through the shit and you're never alone. So I would love for you to almost take this step back and actually reflect on what boundaries do you need to set in your life? Because I'm sure that there are some, and if you can set them now to prevent yourself from getting to that point that I got to last week, it'll help you so much, guaranteed. I would love to hear what you thought about today's episode. If you like these solo episodes, let me know because I can definitely do more of them. As soon as I have a thought and feel inspired, I can definitely start to jump on and record me just chatting away. Head over to my Instagram, which is KJ Wellness with three S's and send me a DM. I'd absolutely love connecting with every single one of you. And I will chat with you in the next episode very soon. And until then, you take care and I'll connect with you on Instagram. Bye.